When you visit a professor during their office hours, you're there to talk about the class or your grade. But have you ever just talked about their life, their journey? On Texas State's new podcast, Office Hours, listen to students like me chat with professors they've never met to dig deep into their lives, how they got to where they are today, and advice that lasts. You never know what you might learn from a simple conversation. So listen on Apple Music or Spotify. Episodes release every other Wednesday. Hi, everybody. My name's Giselle, and I'm the digital marketing strategist here at Texas State. You're listening to Try at Texas State, and today we're talking to the Texas State eSports team. You can find the gamers in the eSports arena on the lower floor of LBJ, where Boko's Lair used to be. When I walk into the arena, it's decked out in high-end gaming chairs and PCs with snacks and water at the front of the room. I'm greeted by two very influential members of the Texas State eSports team. So my name is Enrique De La Torre. Um, I am a graduate student here in the Texas State History program. I am the president of Texas State Esports. My name is Raymond Rodriguez. I'm a marketing major. Uh, this is my sophomore year, and I am the Smash captain and coordinator, and I'm here basically for the Smash Brothers team. Can you guys describe for me what esports is, like I'm five years old? Basically, esports is competitive gaming. Um, it's for anyone who wants to play video games, and anyone who thinks video games is kind of a team sport or an individual sport. It's for them to shine and be kind of professionals in their own thing. Enrique, how did you get involved in esports? Like, give me the rundown from start to finish. I started playing video games, I think, at probably five or six years old. And my first game, I believe, was uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Platinum. I really enjoyed playing that. I got really addicted to it. But I, I'd say probably like a game that's more competitive, Call of Duty Black Ops and Black Ops 2. Um, very different games from what I play now, but it was just sort of like my first taste of like being competitive. And I'd say that I really got involved into esports when I found League of Legends. It is, I think, the biggest esport game in the entire world, if I'm not mistaken. It's a massive 5v5 game. It's a MOBA game. And pretty much I became really good at that game, probably like top half percent of players in North America. So. Whenever I came to Texas State, I saw they had a team for that, and that was pretty much what started it all. So, Ray, can you tell me how you started? So, I actually also started kind of playing Pokemon. Um, my parents used to own a business, and they were approached by this group of gamers, and they would hold competitive tournaments there. And that's where I kind of became, like, introduced to the competitive scene, because I thought it was just a hobby of mine, just playing games for fun. And then I played Pokemon competitively, and then I shifted games over to Smash Brothers, because people would also play Smash Brothers there. And I really focused on Smash Brothers, and I've been playing there for like around six years, I'd want to say, Smash Brothers competitively, and then I joined the team at Texas State. We actually went to a Smash Brothers tournament a couple weeks back. My interns dived in and tried to play against the regulars and various team members that night in George's. The energy was electric. Everybody was hyping each other up, oohs and ahs whenever a good play was made. None of my interns had ever played Smash in their lives, but they left exhilarated and wanting to come back to try again and win. He was dancing, he was dancing. Hey. Crown me off. I just won my first time. What kind, I know you guys keep talking about the different games that you play, but at Texas State in general, what kind of games do you all play? So we got Apex, CSGO, which is Counter-Strike Global Offensive. We have Call of Duty. The most up-to-date Call of Duty, I believe, is Modern Warfare 2. We have Overwatch. We have a game called Omega Strikers, which is a relatively new game. We have League of Legends. Uh, we had Halo, no longer have Halo. Um, we got Smash Brothers, like he said. We have Smite. Um, we have Rainbow Six Siege. 
we have Rocket League, and we have Valorant. I think those are all the games we have currently. It's about 10 games right now. Esports is a lot like an actual sport then. So how does it compare to like a physical sport like football? Obviously, they're not as physical. Like, you know, I'm not going to the weight room every day for to play Smash, but the mental aspects is totally super similar. For me, I think playing Smash Brothers competitively helped me out too when I play baseball because it kind of gave me the discipline and the awareness. Like whenever I'm going up to like the, to the plate, it helps me not get nervous or help not really fall into the pressure. And it really helps you develop those skills like to be, I don't know, not as nervous, not as like jumpy. It teaches you discipline and I think it's really important. Yeah, I remember when I was here, you were telling me it's a very mental, intense sport. So that really interested me because I've never been around video games. I had played like DS, yeah. with the, like the dog game, I think. Like dog. that it has like yeah. the, that you have to take care of a dog. <laughs> What is the culture like in esports? It's pretty welcoming. There's there's so many different types of people here at, at esports, obviously, because like we don't separate, you know, by anything. I know a lot of, you know, sports, not not particularly by choice, you know, they have a men's league and a women's league, right? But we have um, lots of, you know, girls and women on our teams. We have them in, in our officers, you know. I am a Hispanic male. I've been uh, playing on our esports team for four years in a row. I've always been on the team. Um, so we just have like a wide variety of people and I don't know I've just I, I think it's just we just have a lot of fun right uh, I think people might be confused they were like you know we're super try hard or you know we're super into you know getting better and trying to win and everything like that but we also have a lot of fun right so I, I think that's one thing that I want people to understand that kind of leads into my next question what's the biggest misconception of esports I think that it's it shouldn't be considered a sport um, I, I've talked about this before in like a couple of essays that I've written for classes. It's just, I think even though it's not as physically intensive, I do think like the mental aspect is crazy and that it, it takes a special type of person, I think, able to like hone their craft, able to um, be able to succeed in something at a professional level, I think, is something that's exclusive to sports in general. And being able to compete in something like, even if it's a video game, is really important. And I think it's something that even if it's not like I'm not tearing my ACL or something, I think it's something that should be considered in a league of its own with like other games like chess or something like that. Do you agree with Ray? Yeah, um, I mean, all of that. And of course, like I was saying earlier, I think that a lot of people, um, at least in my experience, when I talk to you know incoming freshmen and students, is that you have to be like the very best at your game to get into esports, which is just not true. Right. It's just like any game. You can improve over time. Right. It's just it's like that way, you know, with sports. That's a good point, too, because a lot of people like are discouraged when they hear like esports because it's like professional. When like you think of other sports like baseball, football, there's like a lot of different leagues besides like the pro level. You exactly. can you can play sports at any level and same with esports. You can not even like play the game and still show up to events and still learn and want to get good. What is something that you guys know about esports? It doesn't even have to be about the game in general. It could be about the people, the community, that most people don't know about it. One thing is that there's actually a, a lot of money to be made. Um, League of Legends in particular, like I mentioned, it's one of the bigger esports. Some of the very best players, they get a multi-million dollar contracts. And I've, I've heard of players being offered $30 million contracts to come play for teams. So there, there can be um, a lot of money involved, like really serious money. As a Texas State student, if you're talking to a random kid on the quad, how would you explain that Texas State esports would benefit you in college? I think opportunities is huge with esports. There's a lot of people that play games. It's a very common hobby. 
And a lot of them play them competitively too, whether it be like not as hardcore, as hardcore as us. And you can meet so many different people. You can talk to so many different people from backgrounds, experiences, opportunities. It's honestly a really good way of networking if you're not really into like frat life or something like that. I also, I'm also a believer that like, if you want to make, you know, a bunch of friends at college that you should join a club that, you know, interests you and that have people, you know, that have the same interests as you. I think that's the best way to make friends. That's also a big reason why I joined esports. It was like, you know, I didn't know anybody in town. I was completely new. So I was like, yeah, I just want to make some friends. So I'll join esports. Yeah. Now you're the president. <laughs> so from that, what's the biggest lesson that this sport has taught you? Honestly, not to be too hard on myself. Um, what in in what sense? Uh, just the sense that like you know, um, if I'm hard on myself, I won't really achieve the goals I want to, or I won't really, you know, make good friends if I'm hard on myself, or you know, think I'm like not that good or anything. I think yeah. it definitely teaches you a lot of personable skills. Yeah. Like it teaches you how to like you know you can't win every time. It teaches you how to lose. It teaches you, I mean, how to keep going as a person. I think, and I, it's super important and skills that like you won't really get from not doing sports or just other competitions? Yeah. So I'd say probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned in, in eSports is, you know, I just, it's learning how to be uh, an, an adult, really. Cause like when you join eSports, you know, and if you get into a team, it's a, it can be like really, I don't know how to explain it, but like a lot happens really fast, basically, right? So like, uh, I probably wasn't the best teammate when I was a 17 year old freshman coming in, right? You know, I had a, a lot to learn. I probably wasn't the nicest guy, but you know, as I kept playing, as I kept growing older, then I, I feel like you know, I'm I'm much nicer now. I'm very welcoming. I'm a, a better teammate. Um, things like that. Yeah. What is your favorite memory since being here as an esports member? Do you either do either of you have one at Texas State so far? Yeah. Um, this fall, we hosted an invitational for Smash Brothers. We invited like. I think we had over 20 teams of colleges, different colleges. I think it was 10 different colleges, 20 teams. And it was super fun. We had over, or over 100 people here in George's. It was super loud. The, the venue was super excited. Everyone was just, the energy was insane. We had food for everyone. It was so much fun. Um, and our grand finals ended up being A&M versus UT. So we got to see like the classic like rivalry too. So it was, it was awesome. I think my favorite event is, is something similar. So. Uh, Actually, a year ago now, at this point, uh, spring 2022, my League of Legends team, we, we won the Southeast Championship. So we, we won uh, that out of probably like 50, 60 different universities across the Southeast. We won that and we went to nationals and we placed top 10 across the United States and Canada. So that was just like just a wild thing, especially the way we did it, because uh, when we got to playoffs, we were ranked as the sixth seed. And we had to play the third seed, we had to play the second seed, and we had to play the first seed, and we beat all of them to win the championship. So it was just like, just a crazy thing. What advice would you give to someone who's trying to get into esports? Maybe they've never played before. I mean, if you've never played before, but you're interested in esports, uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's plenty of other stuff to do other than just gaming. We have opportunities for, for graphic design, for social media management, for, for casting our games, things like that. So if more of that sort of you know production side of things interests you, then I would say there's some opportunities for that. But if you want to play games, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people here in the Discord who would not mind helping you out learn some games, right? We have new players all the time, and, you know, we have no problem teaching them how to play. My biggest advice, if you want to get good at a game and play a game, join the team, just play it. It's, it's, it sounds redundant, but um, 
if you just put the time in, put the work in, then I think you can you can be on varsity as a freshman. I was. Um, so just work for it, and then you'll get it. Lastly, how can they find you? How can they get involved? How can they get started in esports with y'all? All of our socials is just at TXST Esports. It's, it's everything. That's our Twitch. That's our Twitter. It's our Instagram. That's our Discord. It's just TXST Esports. Perfect, guys. Thank you. Thank you. A very special thank you to the Texas State Esports team for sharing their expertise with our listeners. You inspired me to dig up my old DS and try my hand at gaming again. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Try at Texas State podcast. Make sure to tune in next time to learn more about something else you can try on campus at Texas State. And remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at TXST. This podcast is a production of the Division of Marketing and Communications at Texas State University. Podcasts appearing on the Texas State University Network represent the views of the hosts and guests, not of Texas State University. Again, I'm your host, Giselle Kowalski, and we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.